Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we bring you season 13 of Album for the Day, we come to you after one year of episodes... We did not have an episode on June the 30th of last year, but mm-hmm. every other day we did. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I think that we've, we've definitely got a hold of something and knowledge is power. And uh, I have filled my cup this year. <laughs> so we're bringing you uh, a second edition of uh, what we consider our Choice cuts, greatest hits, uh, our favorite episodes after one year. After the entire year, going back and looking at everything that we've done, it was really kind of cool um, learning about a lot of different genres of music, people I wouldn't normally listen to, um, albums I wouldn't normally listen to, you know, and it, it, it was just, it was really cool to go through that list. It was and, an easy way to step outside the box a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. And uh, I... I really enjoyed uh, every every episode, man. Yeah. Won't say I enjoyed every album. I, I think we established not. that. <laughs> I definitely did not. But these are, again, not necessarily what we would consider the greatest albums that we covered in a year, but our favorite episodes. So enjoy. And June the 11th, we're going to get back into The River from Bruce Springsteen episode that originally aired September 28th. Uh, another one from the, I believe that was Nature. the artist that, uh, oh yeah, that was Nature. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we could talk about this record for another 15, 20, 30 minutes, hour. It's from it, Jimmy Iovine getting yeah. to work on it by yeah. relative random chance. Yeah, I mean, this whole, and Bruce Springsteen, let's just be clear, is one of the all-time greats. And this is one of his all-time great records. This is the album that, you know, everybody that was like, oh, man, Hungry Heart and all that stuff, just itching for, you mm-hmm. know, pop charts. and what. But this album, this is the credibility, man. Mm-hmm. This never goes away. This is as credible of a rock performance mm-hmm. as you're going to get. Yeah. And you got the E Street Band just absolutely hammering away it reeks of new jersey it's oh you put it on oh what is that (laughs) yes Mm, that's the river it's not it's not bon jovi (laughs) it is not yeah it's but but it's one of those things where the more you listen to this album i think it's kind of like what bruce springsteen is though the more you listen to him and the more you get into his music the more your brain, it just clicks in your head. But also in the same way, and I think we got into this in the Donny Hathaway revisit, where I don't know if maybe like the more life you live, mm. the more prepared you are to listen to Bruce Springsteen. I can definitely agree with that. 
and it, this is definitely one of those records that right now it hits hard and it's just it's it's one of the all-time greats it's amazing how relevant it is even today absolutely album for the day september 28th as we continue with forces of nature this month today we focus on bruce springsteen's the river which is his fifth album Recorded April 3rd of 79 through May the 9th of 1980 at the Power Station in New York City. It was released October 17th of 1980 on Columbia Records. It is certified five times platinum in the U.S., three in Australia, two in Canada. Um, It's his only double album. It's his first to go number one. And it was nominated for a Grammy for Best Rock Vocal Performance. What I'm going to say is this is going to be more of an abbreviated invitation to go and listen to and research for yourself this album. It is a journey and an adventure that we can merely point you to. Yeah, This album is so deep and so has so much going on that we could, we could just talk about lyrically what's there for an hour. Um, and Bruce, I mean, they call him the boss for a reason, you know, he, he, oh, this is just such a good record. Um, it, musically, lyrically, this is Bruce Springsteen, in my opinion, um, at a, at a peak. I mean, he never, re- he's never really, that's, that's, that's the crazy part about Bruce Springsteen. It's never like, oh, you can just point and be like, Ooh, this is, this is his best album or it's just, he's just fire. What's interesting because a lot of his, um, a lot of his albums, songs, even they're like fashion. They come and go in their relevance. And this is one of them. And it, it has to be timeless to do that. But even timeless things are not in season all the time. Yeah. And, you know, and this is that thing where you hear it and it's like just a classic Springsteen album that it has, you know, these just waves of like emotion and power and musically it just takes you on an, you you said said it right. It's a journey. Yeah. My favorite criticism and, there is certainly plenty of it about this album. Mm-hmm. Um, said, All the standard objections apply. His beat is still clunky. His singing overwrought. His sense of significance shot through with Mazzola oil. But his writing is at a peak, and he's grown into a bitter empathy. These are the wages of young romantic love among those who get paid by the hour. Maybe he's giving forth with so many short, fast ones because the circles of frustration and escape seem even more desperate now. I was like, you encapsulated a good half the album there. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like some of those things, the clunkiness of it, that's what I like about it. Right, and that's, that's and that's what, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a criticism that's like, that's a critique, but in my opinion, that's something that's positive about it, is that it's not this completely polished... You know, it's it's it is a working man's record. You know, well, by August of '79, had been working on this album for like four months, 
and there was an initial cut of 10 songs decided on by Bruce, and the tapes were sent for mastering October 15th of 79. But when they came back, he canceled the release and said the songs lacked the kind of unity and conceptual intensity I liked my music to have. So his producer, John Landau, um, suggested two LPs to cover all of what he wanted to achieve. Seven months of recording sessions later, The River released with 20 of the 50 songs that were recorded. Wow. And, yeah, it, it, it's it's fantastic. My the, the, big, the big songs on here, like Hungry Heart and The River, they're good songs. I'm, I don't want to... I'm not going to trash them. Certainly, I like them. They aren't my favorite. They're not my favorite on this album. Um, I really like the song uh, "Fade Away." That was one that really, really, really hit me. That I was just, you know, like wow, like this guy. It's like he can just paint a picture so well. Drive all night was like that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoyed "You Can Look, but You Better Not Touch." Mm, yeah, yeah, kind of creepy. <laughs> that's uh that's kind of a theme though. Yeah. I enjoyed um Price You Pay, Crush on You, Cadillac Ranch. Cadillac Ranch was out in the street. Yep. Yep. Um but the E Street band is is fantastic. They did actually um I mean these guys are Roy Batang, Clarence Clemens, Danny Federici. Gary Talent, Stephen Van Zant, Max Weinberg. Yeah. Um, if you have questions, check them out. They're amazing. Yeah. If you want to know how good of friends these guys are, um, Stephen Van Zant, who has a producer credit on this album, and he's pretty much the band leader, um, plays a number of guitars and vocals. Um, he got married on December 31st of 1982. And Bruce Springsteen was the best man at their wedding. Little Richard presided over it, and it featured Percy Sledge singing When a Man Loves a Woman. God. What a wedding. Can you imagine having Little Richard presiding over your wedding? Like, that's the coolest, that's the coolest shit I've ever heard in my life. Not everybody can pull that off. No. Man. Um, yeah, and Clarence Clemens, his playing on this album. I mean, Clarence is one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion, as far as like a rock and roll horn player, which kind of sounds weird. But he, you can hear the emotion. I know exactly why Bruce Springsteen had him play. You know, for for years and years in the East Street Band, he, he his emotion just comes flying out of the speakers. And it's not even that you have to see him there live, which was amazing, by the way. If you did not get to see Clarence, I'm very sorry. It was he was brilliant. But um but yeah, you can you can just hear it. And it's it's just one of those things where this is this is an album not to be missed. Yeah, I mean if you don't believe before, yeah. um you will after. I, will. I uh John Landau, the producer, who was super tight with Bruce Springsteen, uh, he claimed a few years prior to this, I saw Rock and Roll Future, and its name is Bruce Springsteen. 
I think that when he said that, uh, six years before this album came out, that's probably what he had in mind. Yeah. Um, Bruce Springsteen actually said about the album at a concert, he said, The River was a record that was sort of the gateway to a lot of my future writing. It was a record we made after darkness on the edge of town. It was a record made during a recession, hard times in the States. Its title song is a song I wrote for my brother-in-law and sister. My brother-in-law was in the construction industry, lost his job, and had to struggle very hard back in the late 70s, like so many people are doing today. It was a record where I first started to tackle men and women and families and marriage, which he does a lot of now. There were certain songs on it that led to complete records later on. The River sort of went to the writing on Nebraska. Stolen Car went to the writing on Tunnel of Love. Originally, it was a single record. I handed it in with just one record, and I took it back because I didn't feel it was big enough. I wanted to capture the themes I had been writing about on Darkness. I wanted to keep those characters with me and at the same time added music that made our live shows so much fun and joy for our audience. So in the end, we're going to take you down to the river tonight. Classic. Well, go check this one out for sure. Uh, today's album for the day, uh, September the 28th, is The River by Bruce Springsteen. Be sure to give us a like, follow, subscribe. Let us know what your favorite albums are. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. My heart is so hungry. <laughs> so is my stomach. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit Add to Cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!